Week 13 of the college football season is back. We are back with our favorite picks. My name's Austin, joined by Logan. Week 13, 13 is my lucky number. I'm feeling a sweep from us this week. But first off, let's recap how our picks did last week. I had another two in one day. I'm seven and one over my last eight picks. Logan, I wish I could say the same about you. An 0-3 week, we are expecting better out of you, and I expect you to bounce back this week. I, I promise you, you're going to hand out some winners. If you are new, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button, too. We certainly would appreciate it as we close in on 60,000 subscribers. Thank you guys all so much for the support. Look, I'm not going to waste any more time, Logan. I'm going to start with my first pick. It's not going to be in Michigan. I've started the last two weeks and, and the Michigan game, but they're away taking on Ohio State. This is actually the last week of the regular season. Obviously, we have conference championships next week. But, Logan, I'm going to a big game. I see your polo on. Florida taking on Florida State. And I'm going to take an unpopular play. What I expect to be in the comment section is I will be taking your Gators, taking them plus the points, plus 10. Now, let me talk about why. Now, we look at a team like the Florida Gators, and let's talk about Florida State first. Florida State's 8-3, and three, having the best year they've had in a hot minute. Their last four games, they won by 25, 42, 35, 32 points. Now you got Florida coming in here, 6-5, and five, just lost by 7 to Vanderbilt. Yes, Vanderbilt Commodores. No, not basketball. No, that's the football team. And look, the Gators like to pick and choose when they play. And I think they show up on Friday. This is a Friday night game on ABC. And I know everyone's going to be riding with the Knowles, even because they're at home. But I think the spread would be bigger if they were expecting the Knowles just come out here and pounce on the Gators and just absolutely send them back to Gainesville. I think the Gators show up on Friday night. Yes, they lost to Vanderbilt. Look, got to forgive and forget that memory. Florida won three straight matchups versus the Gators, and we know, or versus the Knowles, and we know this. These two teams obviously hate each other. They're going to come here. They're going to. It's going to be a passionate game. I don't see a blowout either way. There's always a potential for a backdoor here. And look, the strength of the Florida State Seminoles defense is their secondary. Good for us because the Florida Florida Gators are not a great passing team. They like to establish the run with Anthony Richardson. If they can establish the run, take minimize, just extend the clock, take long possessions. I think your Gators got a good chance at least to cover in the ten points. I'm not asking them to win outright. But I would, wouldn't mind it if they did. I'm taking the Florida, Florida Gators plus the 10 points, Logan. Now, I'm segueing to you for your first pick. Logan, you go 0-3. You're giving away some money to the people. I'll be honest. I, 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 I don't agree, want to Austin. tell you, but you got to give away money. So we'll figure exactly out. But, Logan, I don't think you're going 0-3. Where are you starting this week? Yeah. Look, I I have to be better. And just like Tim Tebow gives his you know his promise speech and where, where he fired up the team, I'm firing up myself, and we're giving some winners away, and we're starting the Big 12, right? West Virginia versus Oklahoma State, and I'm taking the over 65 and a half total points in this one. Uh, if, if you look at this this line, first of all, you know, OSU is going to buck the, the trend that, that they've been going under recently. They, they've been going under in four straight games. This Oklahoma State offense really looked out of whack last week. Spencer Sanders and, and Oklahoma State only put up 13 points. And, you know, in the in the game versus OU and that game, full game, soared under. No surprise when everyone and their mother was on the over in that game. And also, look at Sanders' stat line, right? 381 yards. I like that. Four interceptions. Don't like that. You're never going to be able to score at all if you're throwing four picks and, and turning the ball over like that. So he's, But he's facing a much easier defense today with, with the West Virginia defense. The West Virginia defense, 115th in scoring defense, 119th in yards per play allowed. This, this defense gives up a ton of yards, probably a ton of points. The over clearly the play to me. If, if you're also looking at this West Virginia defense, I'll add 48 to Kansas State, 31 to a trash Iowa State team. Iowa State's trash. I, I won't I won't be told otherwise. And 41 to a, a good TCU offense. So if you look at them, I, I'm penciling in for for a solid 30 to 40 points to give to give us a good way to this over. Now look at the West Virginia offense. 
they're more more than capable of, of moving the ball on Oklahoma State. Look, Oklahoma State's offense or defense, 125th in passing yards allowed per game. That's that's a te- terrible stat for them. We don't know who the starting quarterback is for West Virginia at the time of recording this. It's unknown. Is it going to be Green or is it going to be Daniels? I don't know. But Green, he looked fine versus Kansas State, right? 204 yards, three touchdowns. I think he can get the job done. I think he'll be able to move up, move the ball. And this one's going to be a good old-fashioned Big 12 sh- uh, shootout. That's why I'm riding with the over in this one. Well, good. Love the pick. And I'll give a spoiler. My third pick is in that game. Now, I forgot to mention at the top of the show, a happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there if they are celebrating on Thursday. Obviously, a lot of these games are on Friday and Saturday, but wanted to extend that to you guys. I'm sure I'll say it like four more times in the other videos. But best bit of the week, Logan, it's time. And, you know, as the cold comes into a lot of states in the north and a lot of states in general, I've turned the flip the switch. Best bet segment's hot. I'm 3-0 and over the last three weeks. And you know what? I'm not stopping now. I'm going for four straight winners. And I'm going to go to Clemson and South Carolina. A big-time game for both these two teams. I'm taking Clemson. The Tigers taking a minus 14.5, minus 102 on FanDuel. I'd play this at 15.5. I think they come out here and smoke the Gamecocks. But the thing about last week, the Gamecocks came out. I had a massive upset over the Volunteers. They're like 22 and a half point underdogs. They came out and won outright. Spencer Rattler had the game of his life, game of his career, six touchdowns. I'm sure he's been a hero on campus over the last week. Moving his, he almost doubled his touchdowns on the year. He has 14 touchdowns. Prior to that game, he only eight. So I don't know if that's more of a fluke more than this guy finding something. I think it's more of a fluke, and he's got a tough task against a talented Clemson defense. And after a disappointing loss from the Tigers two weeks ago to Notre Dame, they said, you know what, we got to make the playoff, and they've turned it on. Two dominant wins by 15 covering this line versus Louisville, a good team, and 30 versus Miami. It's not really saying much taking down Miami. They've stunk this year. But Clemson needs to keep dominating these teams to move up and up and stay in that playoff contention. They're obviously already in the conference championship next week when they take on North Carolina. But Clemson, they've dominated the Gamecocks. Seven straight wins by a lot of points. They won those games by 30. 35 the last two, 21, 24, 49, 5, and 18 points. They've been dominating the Gamecocks. And while the Gamecocks are having their best year probably in a hot minute, I think this Clemson offense and defense is much better than them on both sides of the ball. I think Tennessee, they had that big win over Tennessee last week. I think this is a big letdown spot for the South Carolina Gamecocks. I love them. Love rooting for them. It was fun to watch them take down uh, Tennessee in an electric, like 100 points combined score. But best bet of the week, Clemson's owned them. I'm taking them, taking the Tigers. Minus 14 and a half, a big number, taking them with confidence. Logan, what's your best bet of the week? Yeah, we're we're going to we're going to another rivalry, you know, showdown. And this is it's rivalry weekend, so it, it makes sense, right? Oregon, Oregon State, and I'm taking the Beavers. Oregon State plus three and a half in this one as my best bet. Look, you got a Pac-12 rivalry showdown, right? And I and I and I love seeing this matchup be relevant as, as it is. This is this is going to be, you know, probably a lot of people are going to watch this game, and I love backing the Beavers in Corvallis, right? You know, a, a really interesting environment to play. If you've ever watched Oregon State, they rev up those uh, chainsaws, whatever the heck on third down. It's it's a cool, it's a loud environment for sure. And the last time this rivalry game was played in Corvallis, Oregon State won outright. It would be cool if they, they duplicated that again, but I'll take them with the points in this one. They look, this Beavers defense as well, they play a lot better at home this year. 14th in scoring defense, 25th in yards per play allowed. So this is, you know, that, that top, you know, quarter defense, I expect them to, obviously, they're going to have their hands full against, you know, Oregon. But Oregon's uh, fourth in scoring offense, explosive, right? We saw Utah sort of contain them. Now, Oregon State, I'm not saying they're going to contain them, uh, you know, hold them under under 30 points or under 20 points or anything like that. But I think they can be enough of a roadblock to keep this one within the field goal spread. If you look at you look at Oregon's defense, right? Oregon's defense, they look good la- last week versus Utah, but they're still 122nd in passing yards allowed per game. 
Oregon State wants to run the ball. They're primarily a run-first run, run first team. But there's going to be those yards through the air if they want them. And I, I, I just look spooky stuff happens in Corvallis. If I'm Oregon, I'm really, I'm really spooked going, going into this one. And I, I think the Ducks better be careful in this one. Oregon State could win outright, but for safety, I'm going to take them with the points. It's my best bet. Yeah, I think the three and a half gives you some wiggle room in case it's a field goal type game. Obviously, Oregon, Fever, Oregon won by three last week. And I'm just saying, Oregon. I've talked about Bo Nix on the road in his career. He has not been too good. So we'll see how that one goes. Now, as promised, my third pick. It's going to be in that game you already talked about a little bit, Oklahoma State versus West Virginia. And I'm hoping this team helps you out, Logan, because I'm taking Oklahoma State and the Cowboys, taking their spread minus eight and a half. And hopefully they they lay it down on West Virginia and they can score 50 points to cash Logan's over as well. And as Logan kind of referenced, Oklahoma State sucked last week. Spencer Sanders, shout out to you, four interceptions. That's not going to get it done. And they couldn't do anything against Oklahoma. Not Oklahoma Sooners now don't have the greatest defense ever, but Lucky for them, they obviously get West Virginia to end the season. And Oklahoma State, 6-0 at home, winning by 14, 17, 56, 10, 7, and 6 points. They've played a lot of good teams like the Texases and whatnots of the world in the in the Big 12. But, look, they're getting this team in West Virginia who has stunk on the road. You saw me back West Virginia a couple weeks back because they were at home. And they were at home last week. But they stink on the road. 1-4. Their only win is against the Virginia Tech team that's, I think, 3-8 and eight or so. And their losses have come by 7, which was earlier this season. And the last three, 18 38 and 17 points can absolutely slaughter on the road. I think this is a West Virginia team that Logan talked about. They can't play defense. Sanders and the offense can't possibly be worse than they were last week, throwing four interceptions, turning the ball over. I just think Oklahoma State and the Cowboys come out here, say, you know what? We're going to forget about that Oklahoma game. We want to get to a good bowl game. We need a win here, a dominating win against West Virginia. And I think they lay it down on the Mountaineers. I don't, lo- I don't love laying big points, but those are basically all my picks this week. But I do think Oklahoma State gets it done. I'll take them as my third and final pick. Logan, wrap up the video. Yeah, I like that pick. For mine, we're going to a lesser game, right? You know, it's it's rivalry weekend, but still, there's there's money to be made in these smaller games. Now, this is a ranked matchup, right? James Madison versus Coastal Carolina. I'm taking James Madison minus 13 and a half in this one. I am weighing the points with the Dukes in this one. First of all, we got to do some line reading, right? My favorite thing to do in, in gambling and in college football, especially, you got number 23 ranked Coastal Carolina. They're nine and one on the year. They're getting 13 and a half points. I mean, whew. The, the public is massively on Coastal Carolina, and the public is actually heavy on Coastal Carolina outright, either, even like plus 440 odds is is currently the value on Coastal Carolina. And I just see a huge percentage on it. So public, what could go wrong, right? You know, if you look at this Coastal Carolina team, you know, it isn't the same without McCall at quarterback. You know, we saw Jarrett Guest, you know, coming come in last week, 163 y- yards, two interceptions, barely holding off Southern Miss the last time the uh, Coastal Carolina played. They didn't look all that impressive. He didn't look all that impressive uh, at quarterback. And I think that's kind of why we're getting this big number. Look, James Madison definitely has the offense to be able to put the separation between them and Coastal Carolina. If you look at James Madison's offense, 22nd in scoring offense, 36 in, in passing yards per game. So they're definitely at that, that top upper tier of offense and they can run and hide. I mean, with a, with a two touchdown spread like this, we need them to put some distance between Coastal Carolina and themselves, and they will do it. If you look at Coastal Carolina's defense, they have not shown the ability to stop the pass at all. 117th in passing yards allowed per game. That's really back in the pack. At home, James Madison's defense as well has just been really stout. They've been a juggernaut. Ninth in scoring defense, sixth in rushing yards allowed per game, and third in yards per play allowed. That's a top 10 defense in the FBS at home. 
Now I'm not I'm not going to say they're going to completely shut down Coastal Carolina, but I think they're definitely going to give us the distance we need to cover this two touchdown spread. And I'm riding with James Madison once again in this one. Logan, I love it. I love James Madison. I've tailed them before earlier this season. They cashed out for me. So good luck to the Dukes. Those are our three plays of the day. Each of us, hopefully we have a 6-0 and week. And if we do, we're giving away some money to you guys. We appreciate all you guys' love and support. Thank you guys all so much for hitting that subscribe button, hit that like button, drop your favorite picks down below. I want to track that towards the fans' record. I believe they went 1-2 and two last week. We need a better week, people. But this is Austin Logan. We're signing out. See you guys back again next week. See you guys then. Peace out.